0: Welcome to the Course in Miracles podcast. Before the ayahuasca, before the, clear... before the clear blue skies. I think I, I think I gave the backstory on that song yesterday in yesterday's episode, so I won't give the backstory again. And thank you all once again. We are moving forward with the God is lessons, lesson 45, God is the mind, with which I think, and what it says is today's idea holds the key to what your real thoughts are. They are nothing that you think you think, just as nothing that you think you see is related to vision in any way. So the, today's idea holds the key to what your real thoughts are. They are nothing that you think you think. So your real thoughts are not what you think they think they are. I think is what that means. There is no relationship between what is real and what you think is real. Nothing that you think are your real thoughts resemble your real thoughts in any respect. So if I'm thinking, that guy sure is a jerk who cut me off on the highway today, that's not a real thought. So nothing real can be threatened. Nothing unreal exists. Herein lies the peace of God. Nothing that you think you see bears any real resemblance to what vision will show you. You think with the mind of God. Therefore, you share your thoughts with him, and he shares his with you. They are the same thoughts because they are thought by the same mind. To share is to make alike or to make one. Nor do the thoughts you share nor do the thoughts you think with the mind of God leave your mind because thoughts do not leave their source. Therefore, your thoughts are in the mind of God as you are. They are in your mind as well where he is. As you are a part of his minds, as you are a part of his mind, so are your thoughts part of his mind. Where then are your real thoughts? Today we will attempt to reach them. We will have to look for them in your mind because that is where they are. They must still be there because they cannot have left their source. Which is thought by the mind of God what is thought by the mind of God is eternal, being part of creation. Our three five minute practice periods today for today will take the same general form that we use that we use in applying today that we used, excuse me, in applying yesterday's idea. We will attempt to leave the unreal and seek for the real. We will deny the world in favor of truth. We will not let the thoughts of the world hold us back. We will not let the beliefs of the world tell us that what God would have us do is impossible. Instead, we will try to recognize that only what God would have us do is possible. We will also try to, only st- to understand that only what God would have us do is what we want to do. And we will also try to remember that we cannot fail in doing what He will have us do. There is every reason to feel confident that we will succeed today. It is the will of God. Begin the exercises for today by repeating the idea for yourself, closing your eyes as you do so, or repeating the idea to yourself, closing your eyes as you do so. So, again, just gonna close your eyes, repeat to yourself God is the mind with which I think. Then spend a, shortly, a fairly short period in thinking a few relevant thoughts of your own, keeping the idea in mind. After you have added some four or five thoughts of your own to the idea, repeat it again and tell yourself gently, my real thoughts are in my mind, I would like to find them. Then try to go past all the unreal thoughts that cover the truth in your mind and reach the eternal. Under all the senseless thoughts and mad ideas with which you have cluttered up your mind are the thoughts that you thought with God in the beginning. They are there in your mind now, completely unchanged. They will always be in your mind exactly as they always were. Everything you have thought since then will change, but the foundation on which it rests is wholly changeless. It is this foundation towards which the exercises for today are directed. Here is your mind joined with the mind of God. Here are your thoughts, one with His, one with His. For this kind of practice, only one thing is necessary: approach it as you would an altar dedicated in heaven to God the Father and God the Son. So I'll read that one more time. For this kind of practice, only one thing is necessary: approaches at, approach it as you would an altar dedicated in heaven to God the Father. And to God the Son. <clears throat> for, ch- for such is the place you are trying to reach. You will probably be unable as yet to realize how high you are trying to go. Yet even with the little understanding you have already gained, you should be able to remind yourself that this is no idle game. But an exercise in holiness and an, and an attempt to reach the kingdom of God heaven. In the shorter exercise periods for today, try to remember how important it is to you to understand the holiness of the mind that thinks with God. Take a minute or two as you repeat the idea throughout the day to appreciate your mind's holiness. Stand aside, however briefly, from all thoughts they're unworthy of him whose host you are. So that would be like a, a thought unworthy of God would be Screw that guy, or screw that girl, or I'm gonna I'm gonna get him back, or I'm gonna get her back, or she sure did screw me over in that divorce, or how could he, or this guy really needs to drive, or would this person in front of me with the stupid freaking pile of coupons at the checkout line hurry up? Those are all thoughts who are unworthy of him, whose host you are, and thank him for the thoughts he is thinking with you. So in other words, it's kind of like, as soon as you catch yourself in one of those little ego tirades, you realize that that's not real. Those aren't real thoughts. Nothing real can be threatened. Those aren't loving thoughts, so they aren't real, right? And so we're going to catch ourselves in that, or how I foresee this going for myself at least, is when I catch myself in that sort of a thing, stop, and then I thank him for the thoughts he is thinking with me. Right. So this is where it can get course in miracles-y, meaning there's just all this, it's almost like word salad. It's almost like this scrambling of words or this scrambling of language. It's just, it's, it's so wordy. If you try to read the text, there are there are parts where you have to like read one sentence and let that sentence sink in and then there'll be a second sentence that builds on the first one that you read of of which the first one is of vital importance and you kind of lose sight of what the first sentence said or the first sentence in the paragraphs or whatever and it's just it just gets really really dense and you have to go back and sort of start over and the last thing you want to do is to let this trip you up trip you up and like deter you um, Ken Wapnick has, uh, multiple videos where he talks about the, the tricks of the ego. Like a trick of the ego would be, I spent a whole, I spent, I read an entire page in the Course in Miracles text and I got to the bottom page and I realized I'd been daydreaming the whole time. What an awful Course in Miracles student I am. That would be a typical trick of the ego. The ego is ingenious at playing little tricks. The ego is ingenious in that it tells you to do something and then punishes you viciously for doing it. And the most extreme example of that sort of ego thinking would be alcoholism or drug addiction, where the um, the alcoholic, you know, goes to the bar, gets drunk, crashes his car through, I actually know, I actually know somebody in recovery that did this, crashes his car through someone's house, like through someone's living room, and, and gets away with it, basically. This friend of mine got away with it. There were no there were no cops. Like, he somehow managed to not get arrested in driving through someone's living room, literally, into somebody's living room, through their wall. Um, went back and made amends to him, like, seven years later. And they were totally cool with him and forgiving, and they were appreciative, but they were also forgiving. And, um, but then alcoholism, if you have the disease of alcoholism, you will just, you'll go do that again. Like the, Like, the first thing you do when you wake up from being passed out is go get drunk. And that is, that's what's referred to in part as alcoholic insanity. Like, it's like these horrible things keep happening every time I drink and there's absolutely nothing enjoyable about it. And I am this completely insane human being who is destroying my life and the lives of all of those around me. And I can't stop. That's, that's like the, e- I was going to say that's the ego on crack. And I was going to say metaphorically, but it's also very literally, right? The ego on, not on crack, but on alcohol. And the same could be said for any, any serious addiction. I believe that we are all addicted to something, if not a myriad of things. I will tell you this much. It has been almost 16 years since I have had a drink of alcohol and I cannot quit coffee. I, I quit coffee for, I think I did, I think I did 30 days somebody challenged me to go 30 days without coffee or caffeine. And I pretty much obsessed about it the entire time. And, and the day that the, I woke up on that 30th day and I went to wherever it was. I don't think I went to Starbucks, but I went and I got like, like a coffee with like, like two shots of espresso mixed in with the cup of coffee and I slammed it. And I, I I tell you what I got, I got blasted. I got blasted off that coffee. So point being, we're all addicted to things. Some addictions are obviously far worse than others, but there is that ego component to all addictions like that, 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 that those examples of unreal thinking. So if you're obsessing about something, that is, you're not thinking with the mind of God there, right? You are thinking with the ego. And because you're thinking with the ego in this horrific way or in this self-serving way or this self-seeking way, those thoughts in, in fact are not real. And so in this lesson, it says here in, this itali- in the italicized section I read a little bit ago, my real thoughts are in my mind. I would like to find them. And then I'm going to read this other part again. It says, yet, even with the little understanding you have already gained, you should be able to, you should be able to remind yourself that this is no idle game, but an exercising, an exercise in holiness and an attempt to reach the kingdom of heaven. So this is no idle game. By You taking the time to tune in to this podcast every day and just absorb the frequency of it, you are creating very, very substantial shifts in your experience and in the experiences of those around you. If you are a person who obsesses over someone in front of you in line or or are a person who is prone to road rage, like many people are, or if you're a person who is prone to social media outrage, uh, that w- was my thing. It's far less of my thing at this point. Um, and, and you catch yourself in one of those indiscretionary moments and you correct yourself and you apply course in miracles lesson, or perhaps just a, um an another universal way of connecting with God in that moment and you ask God to take the thing over, you give it to God. You are creating a butterfly effect in the universe. That's why some people, I, I would not, I would, I would reckon that it, I, would, I, I reckon, I reckon that um, AA is perhaps the most important thing to ever happen To the planet. That could, it would, it would not be a stretch to put the, uh, the creation of AA or the discovery of AA or the, the manifestation of AA, um, on par with the birth of Jesus Christ or the enlightenment of the Buddha. That's not, that's not a stretch. Um, because what happens when one person finds their salvation or heals that dark spot in their soul, that has again a ripple effect in every single, every single, I don't want to say every single, but the majority of the interactions or a a significant percentage of the interactions that person has with the universe moving forward are impacted or the those the the actions this person takes moving forward after being reborn reverberate out for all of eternity right and as does this as does this course and miracle stuff every hair is counted no sparrow falls to the ground there's there's a there's a line no sparrow falls to the ground un, uncounted or something i can't recall Go, Google is your friend. Again, um, but as that, that all came from, um, this is an exercise in holiness and an attempt to reach the kingdom of heaven. We are not messing around here. Thank you so much again. Course in Miracles podcast, episode 45. God is the mind with which I think. God is the mind with which you think. I will talk to you tomorrow. Have a wonderful day. Bye-bye.